All right, episode 88. It's a cold-ass Tuesday morning here in upstate New York. I looked outside. And, are we supposed to get a ton of snow today? No, just, just like an inch. I think it's done snowing, but oh. it's enough to be annoying. Yeah, it's enough. Just enough to make the road sloppy, too, if you had to go somewhere. Yeah, it was slick this morning, taking the kids to daycare. It just started, too, so it yeah. it worse. Yeah, I, I just, I'm tired of snow already. I can't wait to go down south for, for about a week. Yeah. Um, before we get started, though, go check us out on 3starrecruits.com. Uh, check out the other podcasts, 3star Recruits, Apple, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. Get your ass over there. Subscribe. We're recording that tonight. A little Super Bowl wrap-up and all those good things uh, for the Super Bowl. But this this isn't, a, this isn't a weekly podcast. This one's a daily podcast. So we got to talk about last night a little bit. Uh I think you and I both, you weren't on the show yesterday, but you mentioned you had the Miami-UNC game. You took UNC, I had Miami. And then that yeah. game didn't happen. Like, I was uh, getting – it was less than an hour before the game came on, and it popped up on ESPN that the game had been postponed because Baycott and one of the other players was out partying after they beat Duke. Yeah, and well, and the worst part to me, I, I was a responsibly – should not have been doing it, but the stupid newspaper is the one that posted the the videos of it. Yes, which, heard that this which, which makes it even worse. But yeah, yeah I was like, shouldn't have been doing that. Um, and obviously, right there, and I know we keep we say this: they're college kids. You just beat your biggest rival. Um, it, and obviously, I know a couple of people that went to Carolina. And whenever that game happens and Carolina wins, it is just a party all night. Well, no matter what it is, where teams are ranked, it's just a, it's just a party. It's it's that rivalry. Yeah, I mean, they showed video after the game of people in the streets at UNC like partying, but then players like after the fact also partying uh, in groups of people. Probably not a good idea, but uh, that's the optics isn't good there. You said no one's tested positive, right? Yeah, but I'm guessing they'll have to wait till today or tomorrow before they start possibly seeing tests. Yeah. Um, and they don't play – they play Saturday against Virginia, which is a big game, so. Is that their next game? Yeah. Yep. Well, I guess if there was any time to be an idiot, it wasn't, it's not a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, yeah, obviously they've got a decent break, but, yeah, I didn't see who it was, so you – said Baycott and someone else so um if if they're out a guy or two I, I mean I guess they can still play as long as everyone else has been isolated from whoever that was but you never know so outside of that I went to Splitsville last night and everything I had Minnesota Nebraska Minnesota minus 11 and a half they covered uh I also had Oklahoma State Kansas uh, uh they Oklahoma State did not cover that was actually a pretty good game, but I texted you at one point. Yeah. It looked like someone had buttered the basketball, like neither team could dribble it. <laughs> yeah, the one I, – you texted me, I think, just after a guy for Kansas drove around the edge, and he just lost the ball. Well, the ball just went out of bounds. It just – I don't know what was going on. But. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else picked up on that, but that ball was slippery. Maybe we should get a different one. I don't know who's picking the basketball. Usually the home team picks the basketball. That was always, like, our go-to in high school. Like – uh we also had like, I don't know, four or five basketballs that were separated from the rest of ours that we would use a couple of days a week in practice to break in. But other than that, like we didn't overuse them. 
So I, I don't know. Maybe uh, Kansas had something on that ball. Been practicing with a buttery yeah. basketball. And hey, then if that's how you gotta win. You do it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, NHL also split at Edmonton over Ottawa. That that happened, and the over in the Islanders game did not happen. That was no. news fest. Uh, so I'm 2013 in hockey, 67, 65, and one in college basketball. And we move on to tonight. Yeah, I was one. I was one and two last night. Missed Oklahoma State and missed Gonzaga minus eleven and a half. They won by eleven. They came out firing last night. I think it was like nineteen to three at one point, and then BYU went on like a nine zero run. And um, when I woke up this morning, I saw that they won by eleven. It wasn't bad beat. I did check that first, make sure it wasn't anything crazy. Um, but and then I hit Ohio State. Minus three and a half against Maryland. So I talked uh, about good. Yeah, I talked about that yesterday. I didn't pick it on the podcast. I did talk about it yesterday on uh, as far as like the slate because yesterday's slate wasn't crazy. It wasn't a ton on it that I liked, but I did talk about that Ohio State game and said if I had to pick something, I probably would go to Ohio State. wasn't It wasn't yeah. an official pick on my end. Yep. Yeah. They they look Ohio State looks good right now. So yes, I would agree with that. All right, so let's get into tonight. We've got, I think we got a good slate. I'm looking forward to some basketball this afternoon. I know this podcast is going up a little later than normal, but that's called being an adult. You got to take care of a kid, change shitty diapers, and add a mess to work. So, first pick Duke versus Notre Dame. I'm taking Notre Dame plus the points. I'm, I'm taking Duke minus seven. I, I know. Which, which, couple, this surprised <laughs> me for a couple reasons. One, you're a Carolina fan. Two, yeah. you and I have talked about how just Duke is just not Duke. Uh, I got Duke three and eleven against the spread. The last fourteen, two and seven against the spread at home. Uh, you're just coming off that loss to UNC. Notre Dame eight and nine against the spread, and they're five and three against the spread on the road. The reason I like Notre Dame here is more of a I don't like Duke in the situation. Uh, I just after watching Duke's last basketball game, I'm not sure Duke will ever turn a corner this year. I think we're going to see a very stagnant team that just continues to make, you know, very the, the basic errors they shouldn't be making. And I can't – I don't know. We've talked about Coach K as well. Like, what's going on there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, and I, I tried to pay attention to this in the last game, and I felt like somebody else, I don't know who he was, was the one that was doing a lot of the coaching from the bench yeah. and during timeouts. Yeah. I think it was Shire. Um, yes. He's been – and obviously, Coach K's got – a ton of assistants that were under him and now coaching major division one programs, capable of Duke and uh, Wojciechowski's at Marquette, I believe still. Um, so he's got talent spread out underneath him. And I think Shire is that next person they've talked about potentially to see the next one at Duke. Um, so there's a lot of talk on, on what will happen, but, yeah, they. I think someone's starting to light a fire, and as we've talked about before, Coach K just doesn't look like himself when stuff's happening. He did get fired up a couple times, but I don't know if that's just the, the Duke-Carolina rivalry getting in there. Yeah, it has to be. Other than that, I just, just – uh, this isn't Duke basketball. Whether you're a fan of it or not, it's not Duke basketball, and I just have a hard time taking them. I know you want the seven points tonight, but I'm going to take yeah. the seven points. I'm, I am take, I am – Taking Duke minus seven for one reason, head to head. Um, Duke tends to dominate Notre Dame. Notre Dame beat them a few times early on when they joined the ACC. Um, last seven games, the favorite is seven and zero against the spread. So that is my main reason 
going to Duke. And it's a 4.30 game a little earlier, um, early on a Tuesday. So yeah, but those... I, 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 I give that a little add to Duke on that. Why? Being at home. They, they party. Those, those Christian kids over Notre Dame, they don't drink. Come on, Adam. <laughs> They're not hungover. Uh, I, just, uh, I, I like Duke. I don't know. Something about it. I don't know if it's a. They obviously Duke looked good against Carolina. They shot well. Um, I'm, I think it's just going to ride. All right, what's your next basketball pick? I know one that we both have: NC State minus one and a half at home against Syracuse. Um, Syracuse is just garbage right now. Two and seven against the spread in the last nine. One and five against, in the last. Six following a loss, um, one and six in the last seven versus a team with a winning record. Uh, you can we can go on and on forever um, with Syracuse just not playing well. NC State's five two and one against the spread in their last eight following a win. Um, so, and, I, and I'm going to go opposite what I did last game. Based on head to heads, Syracuse would be that the road team has actually won um, against the spread in the last. Where's the last five um, head-to-head meetings? But uh, Syracuse just doesn't look good right now, and I think they're just almost giving up on the season. So I've been I've been all over Syracuse's ass all year. I've been saying that this team is not a good basketball team. Uh, just to add to your line, one in five against the spread on the road this year as well as Syracuse. Uh, NC State not shooting well from the three-point line this year, thirty-six percent. But on the flip side, they're only allowing 34%, playing a Syracuse team that's only shooting 31%. And we know that Syracuse lives and dies by this 2-3 zone. And as much as I don't think that it's – I mean, NC State could go out and have a good day shooting. I, I just don't like – I don't like Cuse in this matchup at all. Uh, they squeaked by NC State on the 31st of January. They won by three. And then Cuse, their latest game is they lost to Clemson who isn't that great of a program right now either, where they shot five for 20 from three. And then we, you watch Syracuse games and they drive Buddy Bayheim down your throat like this kid's the next best thing. He's not even the leading scorer on this team. So I don't I don't like Syracuse in any game this year, to be honest with you. I'd rather pick against them than with them. Uh, so I'm also taking NC State minus one and a half. Let's ride that out the rest of the year. Just pick against Syracuse. Let's see how it goes. I'm, uh, I'm on it. I'm with it. Uh, Alabama versus South Carolina, my next pick, under 156. This is a lot of points in a college basketball game. We took South Carolina a couple weeks ago in a over-under. I think I did at least. Yeah, and I Georgia. Thought, yeah, and I thought it was going to turn to attract me, and it did, except for uh, South Carolina didn't really score. So I like the under here. I just think it's a lot of points. I mean, you think about it in a sense of, like, each team's got to score almost 40 points on average, a half to cover this. And I think they just that could be a lot of points. Uh, the under 4-0 of the last four for Alabama, it's 4-0 of the last four is a favorite as well. I think Alabama wins this game. Uh, I think they're a good enough team to stop any transition offense that South Carolina might push into their direction. So I'm going to go under 156 in Alabama, South Carolina. I like that. Uh, next, we're going to hop to a game that we're both on, West Virginia getting the points five-and-a-half against Texas Tech on the road. Um, either team is great against the spread. 
Texas Tech is one and four in the last five against the spread. Two and nine in the last eleven against a team with a winning record above six hundred percent. Texas Tech really just cold this year against the spread. West Virginia's iffy. Um, I think West Virginia is playing well now. They usually step up defensively when they need to. Uh, so I like this game to be pretty close, and I like the five and a half West Virginia. Yeah, I think we've been on Texas Tech all years. Could be a you know Final Four team. Still think that's possible if they could really click at the right time. Uh, they've played a lot of close games this year, a lot of close games down the stretch for Texas Tech, and I think that's something for them that's going to come in very handy in the tournament because. There's going to be a lot of teams out there that are going to be in basketball games they are not used to it being a close basketball game and how to handle that pressure. So that could be an advantage for Texas Tech down the road. But West Virginia right now is trending in a different direction. They're playing pretty well, like you said. And getting five and a half points against a team that usually plays close games, I'm going to take the five and a half in West Virginia. And I also think there's a very good possibility West Virginia just wins this game. But for now, West Virginia plus five and a half. I like it. My last college basketball game, I am taking Creighton minus seven at Georgetown. Um, I went back and forth on this. Creighton's look good. Um, they're four and one in their last seven or last five against the spread. Um, they are three and seven in the last ten following a, a, just a win against the spread, which isn't good. Um, Georgetown's playing well right now. Um, I don't think anyone kind of expected them to be playing well. Um, part of the reason we we really like Mac McClung transferring to Texas Tech, um, they are they're five and nine on the season, which isn't great, but they are eight and six against the spread. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take Creighton minus seven. I think they're just playing playing well right now, and I think they're getting ready to turn that corner. Um, and I I like Creighton to be Sweet 16 Elite Eight team potentially getting the Final Four, depending on matchups. But um, I'll take Creighton minus seven. They're always sneaking the tournament, right? Yeah, like no yep. one really talks about them all year, but they usually somehow they're they're in the topic of conversation come tournament time. So, uh, my last college basketball pick, I have Texas versus Kansas State. I'm going Texas minus fourteen and a half, and this is way against the trends here. Uh, although, I mean, Longhorns are four and one against the spread the last five road games, but after that, it's not great. They're on five against the spread the last five games overall. Uh, and their own four against the spread the last four games following against the spread loss. One and four against the spread in their last five games versus a team with a losing straight up record. Two and six against the spread their last eight games following a straight up loss. And the spreads on the other side, Kansas State is awful against the spread. Uh, two and nine against the spread the last 11 Tuesday games. They're one and five the last against the spread the last six. Uh, one and five against the spread the last six is an underdog. And one and six against spread the last seven games as a home underdog. Here's the thing: Texas needs to win this game. Okay, so and I, I'm going to do a, a small analysis here for you. Texas is uh, coming off that loss to Oklahoma State. They should have won that game, but they shot extremely poor, extremely poor. You and I watched that game, and I sent you like a box score of of this game, and I was like, check this out: five for thirty-five for Texas from the three-point line, fourteen percent from three, and they struggled. Because they could not get the ball to the basket. The guard just got outmatched in the basket and couldn't, couldn't finish. And props to Oklahoma State for that. But that needed to be, for that for them to win that game, they needed to shoot better and they didn't. 
I give them credit for doing what most teams are not doing this year. And it's like, hey, we're not shooting well from three. Let's take it to the basket. But that also was not working for them. So this is very yeah, low and scoring, they, and then, then they go to double overtime. Yep, and head-to-head, uh, the road team in this matchup is 9-2 and two against the spread in the last 11. So right. Texas, uh, I like Texas there. So now Texas is coming off a loss to Oklahoma State. They've now lost three in a row because they've now lost to Baylor and Oklahoma, all you know, fairly close games. Uh, they beat their last win was uh, K State uh, back on the sixteenth of January. But the biggest reason is is the Big Twelve has got good basketball teams, right? We've talked about how this conference has got a lot of good teams, and they're going to be playing against. They, they need wins to climb that ladder for whether it be conference play or the tournament. Because I think personally that Kansas is overrated. They fell. They I mean they fell out of the top twenty-five, but they, they win last night over Oklahoma State, who just beat Texas. So now you're doing the shuffling, right? When it comes to like seeding, whether it be the tournament or the conference. I mean, the conference is kind of what it is. But Kansas has got kind of a cakewalk for a few games right now. So yeah, they're next. That's where I need your confidence right now. Yep. And so Kansas has. Uh, I think Iowa State the next two games. Then they play K State again, I believe. And then from there they go on a. Uh, they might have some decent games here. I can't even pull up their schedule. Oh yes, they can. Uh, so Iowa State, Iowa State twice, and then K State. So their next three games, uh, they're going to be the favorite. But then they finish off the season with Texas Tech. Texas and Baylor, which I believe is actually a makeup game. So this is why they, <clears throat> excuse me, Texas really needs to win this game tonight, just for seating wise and conference wise. Yeah, yeah, because I think they mentioned last night during the uh, Oklahoma State game, Oklahoma State Kansas, Oklahoma State's twenty second in the country. I think they're ranked this week. Yes. Um, if the season ended today, they would be playing the first day of the Big Twelve tournament in like their play-in type thing. So. That even as a ranked team, they would they would still have to play the first day of the Big Twelve tournament, which you don't normally see in the big conferences. A ranked team having to play in that first round of games. Right. I mean, what do we do? We know what uh, how many teams in the Big Twelve are still in uh... there? So they they project. I think the last one I saw was eight teams from the Big Twelve. So right um, now it's. Baylor, West Virginia, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, Kansas, Texas, Oklahoma State. Those are all ranked teams, right? Yeah. So that yep. is everybody but three teams. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, yeah, because I think, yeah, there's only 10 in that conference now. So they, they're they deep, um, which, will, which will make it exciting. Um, I always love seeing those conference matchups in the, in the tournament, in the, the big tournament, not the conference tournament. Um, I, I just it makes them more exciting. They've obviously already played their I mean, played each other once or twice during the season. Um, it just makes it a little more. So I would I'd always love to see a Duke Carolina game, like Final Four. That would just be outstanding. Right. Uh, K State is also one in ten overall in the conference this year, and I believe their only win is uh, Iowa State, who's zero and eight. Uh, let's move on. Do you have any more college basketball, right? Nope. All right. Uh, NHL, my picks real quick. I have Philly money line over Washington, and I have the over in the Dallas-Chicago game, which is five and a half. 
I am taking the over in the Flyers Caps game. Um, they put up 11 last game. Flyers only at 7 4. Um, it's six right now, which I really like because there's the, the push insurance on that at six, which I really like. Um, those two teams are, are hot right now in scoring. Caps are four and all in their last four. The over is hit and six and one in the last seven on one day's rest, which is key this, this season. Um, and my other pick is Vegas puck line. Uh, minus one and a half against the Ducks. And there you have it. Tuesday's picks, you can play, you can fade. You guys do your thing. This isn't science. Either way, as always, remember to please bet responsibly.